The bad news is that if you want to sell your rosewood products and ship them internationally, it's now tough to do that legally. So in other words, if you're in the United States and you have a rosewood dining set and you want to be able to bring it into another country, you're going to move to Europe, it may be very difficult for you to be able to do it. If you're in the United States and somebody wants to buy the table from you and to use in the United States, you should be able to do it. Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. Today we're going to talk about understanding again what you're importing and what the different rules and regulations and the legal costs are. And we're going to talk specifically about rosewood or rosewood furniture. Years ago, when I used to live in Hong Kong, and, and this was, you know, many, many years ago, and you know, you'd go to all these stores where, you know, people would be buying a Chinese sort of made... Um, you know, whether it's a dining table or chairs or something else. And almost all the furniture was made out of genuine rosewood. And, you know, every, you know, all the foreigners, they would buy the rosewood. They'd import it into the United States. You know, you could buy rosewood because rosewood was considered to be the number one wood that people wanted to buy for their type of dining sets and other things like that. But today, actually... There are many types of rosewoods, but genuine rosewood is on the brink of extinction globally. It's almost extinct due to over-harvesting and illegal logging of rosewood. Because of the illegal logging and also the way that it's been over-harvested, this has led to genuine rosewood species entering the endangered list of woods. And it's now put rosewood on a list together with other items such as elephant ivory tusks. So you think about that, like I think about that just within my own lifetime, I've seen this complete extinction almost of rosewood, where before, you know, just because of over-harvesting, the overselling, you know, many people blame the Chinese market and the demand for rosewood furniture and other, you know, and other rosewood um, items. You know, the middle class in China wants to own rosewood. And so because they want to own rosewood, it's caused the overconsumption of rosewood, which has led to the increase by at least 40%. So, you know, I've, I've seen in places like, you know, like I said before, in Hong Kong and China, where, you know, almost all the fine dining sets were made out of rosewood. Well, today, you know, um, at least in the United States, it's going to be very difficult to be able to find rosewood. So there continues to be a shortage of rosewood worldwide. Africa is the largest supplier of rosewood to China, with over 95% of all African rosewood going to the Chinese market. But rosewood is now also considered a globally protected species with both international and state protections for the wood globally and for the United States. So in other words, even though maybe you could go to China, you could go to Hong Kong, you might be able to even buy rosewood. Somebody might even offer you rosewood and say, hey, we can give a container load of rosewood. And you might say, great, I haven't seen the rosewood there. I haven't seen the product there. I'd love to buy it. So you buy your container rosewood. And then you start importing it into the United States and you discover that you can't import it in. Why? Because the rosewood has been banned. You know, it's been banned through the Convention on International Trade and Endangered Species. Basically on that list, so you cannot import it into most countries, including Europe or the United States. This becomes like a problem, and it is the reason why, again, why I've said many times that if you're going to be importing 
products into the United States or into Europe, or you're going to be buying products to be part of the global supply chain, that you really need to understand what you're buying and what the laws are. Because the laws are constantly changing, you know. Um, for example, you know, rosewood's on the endangered species for the USDA, so you won't be able to bring rosewood in. And it now requires a permit into the United States. And I can tell you, having been in the global trade now for, oh, probably the last 30 years, that it has become a lot more difficult to do any type of global trade. And there's many reasons for this, but one are basically a lot of these laws that, you know, things like rosewood get on the endangered species or, or you know, countries start putting up rules and regulations and other laws, which in a way sort of, um, you know, helps that make it more difficult to be able to do global trade than it was maybe before. Like, for example, for wood, we have what's called the Lacey Act. In all wood products imported into the United States, you must fill out the Lacey Act. And the Lacey Act makes it illegal to import or trade any of the species or rosewoods that are not allowed by law into the United States. So every time we export a wood product, even if the product is plywood or MDF or whatever it is, we have to have a Lacey Act attached to that shipment that specifies what type of wood it is. And if it says on there that it's rosewood, you cannot legally import it into the United States. There's also the Plant Protection Act, which is part of the USDA law. And it's, um, you know, this gives the USDA the power to regulate, restrict, and prohibit the importation of all kinds of wood species, including rosewood. So it's not just rosewood, but it's actually all different types of, of wood that is banned to import into the United States. The good news is, though, if you happen to own a rosewood dining table and you move it internationally and you should be able to move or even sell it through a private cell in the United States. The bad news is that if you want to sell your rosewood products and ship them internationally, it's now tough to do that legally. So in other words, if you're in the United States and you have a rosewood dining set and you want to be able to bring it into another country, you're going to move to Europe, it may be very difficult for you to be able to do it. If you're in the United States and somebody wants to buy the table from you and to use in the United States, you should be able to do it. You know, so if you own a, um, you know, if you own a rosewood piece of furniture, you can, you know, you can sell it privately within the United States, but you really will have a harder time getting it into many other countries because of the fact that the rosewood is banned. So this, again, is an example of a product, and I like to sometimes use products to talk a bit about global trade because this is one of the hardest parts of global trade, especially if you're new to the global trade or to sourcing or to you know buying or selling products. This is one of the hardest parts of this is understanding all the legal requirements that a country requires. And not every country is the same, and not every place is the same. So this is where it makes it really, really difficult that you need to be able to understand exactly what is required for each and every country that you decide to sell or export or import products into, you need to understand what are the rules and regulations for that country and what can or cannot you do what you can or cannot do. And the truth is that this is constantly changing. This is constantly becoming far more difficult. Like I said, years ago, we never had, had so many rules and regulations as we have today to be able to import products into the United States in particular. 
it has become tougher and tougher. There's so many different rules, regulations, and requirements to do this. And in fact, for wood, there is a, I've, I've spoken about this before in some of my podcasts and in my blogs I've written, you know, for, for MDF, there is a CARBS, which is only for the state of California. But even though it's only just for the state of California, now every company requires that you have CARBS because if they want to sell into the state of California, which is a huge state to sell into, you have to have the CARBS regulations on the MDF and you need to be able to show that. For many countries, you know, maybe getting the CARBS may be very difficult. It may be hard. It may be far more expensive. It may mean that they're not competitive anymore. You know, all of these are ways that it can hurt you to be able to trade in a country, especially if you don't understand what the process is and you don't understand the regulations of the woods or other things that you will be importing into the United States. This is why it's important in the global supply chain that you understand all of these legal regulations and have a knowledge of this. This is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and we'd love to have you be part of our community. We're going to put a link in our description about specifically about the ban of rosewood and what it means. If you're interested to find out some more about that, we'll, we'll put a link in, and you can uh, be able to check it out and, and read more about rosewood and specifically about the ban and different types of wood that could possibly be under this same type of regulation. we like to thank our team who helped put this together, specifically uh, Rico for help making this possible. And we'd like to thank you, our listeners. We know without you, this would not be possible. Thank you so much.